It's that time of month again where we bring a lesson of Spanish to you listeners, something that you can use with your children immediately after the episode. So stay tuned. Raising bilingual children can be a challenge. That's why we have Serial Dates, where we discuss our experiences and grow as a bilingual family. Let's get Serial. Cereal. I wanna get cereal. Let's get cereal. <laughs> no. Welcome back to Cereal Dates, everybody. Bienvenidos. We are here with you today. It is that time of month for Spanish lessons for parents. After this episode, we'll provide you with a gift to start practicing Spanish at home immediately after the episode. So before we get started, how old are the boys? Three and a half, officially. Officially. And one and a half. One. Mateo, Mateo's three and a half. Elias is one and a half. As for parents, we're going to give you guys the rundown of the PDF. Then we'll provide you activity, a book, and some songs to go along with that. Before we get started, I think we've come to the conclusion that we're going to be doing our parenting moments at the beginning Listening to our past episodes, we like the flow, we like the energy that it brings mm -hmm. and getting started with the episode, and it kind of feels more... It's like a conversation. You're like, right. hey, let's catch up first before we start talking about something else. Yeah. So let's catch up. <laughs> What's our parenting moment for Elias? So Elias, like I said, is 18 months, <clears throat> and if you follow us on Instagram, you know that a couple of weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago... We tried to potty train him. Um, and the reason was because he was giving us signs that he was ready. He was telling us when he had already pooped. Um, and it was around spring uh, spring break, so it was perfect, you know, timing-wise. But I, you know, obviously uh, hindsight is twenty twenty. Right. I feel like we should have waited a little bit longer until he was telling us before he had to go. Like, I remember that's how Mateo did it for... Not that he would do it exact same, but just for a reference, if you want to go back to our episode on potty training or not, but Mateo, our oldest, we started potty training at our toilet learning at 15 months. Right. So <clears throat> Elias was quote unquote delayed on this. I'm just kidding. <laughs> According to Mateo's no, standards. <laughs> no. So yeah, we didn't, not that we wanted to do it at the same time, but we saw he, a sign. He started showing the signs. He could say it. He was very interested in going to the bathroom with us and all that. So, and wanting to get up there with Mateo on Mateo's toilet. Um, so it just, it kind of made sense. But like I said, I think we should have waited until he would tell us before he had to go. Like Mateo used to do with, especially with poop. Um and so, and also time it better because you went out of town. I went out of town. So and you're like, having to juggle like, both boys. It was like two days that I did. It, and then after that, I was like, okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to try again once uh, uh, our schedule kind of simmers down a little yeah. bit. And we'll we'll get him back on track. But we, uh, we bring that up because we want you to all to know that it is okay. You mm -hmm. know, if you start a potty training or training to eat with a fork or a spoon and then, or drink out of a cup, you know, sometimes you, you, ha you have to do what works for the family. For the entire family. Because right. if there's any stressors that go along with mm -hmm. that, it makes it very difficult to 
be enthusiastic and pro- right. project that same energy mm-hmm. to your child while going through whatever task you're working with them mm-hmm. on. A hundred percent. So, In fact, I think one of our biggest tips on that old uh, toilet learning episode was make sure that you are ready. Like, yes, of course you want to make sure the child is ready, but if you're not ready to like really completely let go of the diaper, it's not going to work. And that's right. exactly like we should have listened to that episode beforehand. Yeah. We should have uh, definitely gone back and re and rehash that out and double check that we're on track where we needed to be. So, yeah, but it's okay. All right. we can try again. We'll do over, do over reset. <laughs> All right. What about Mateo? Mateo. Oh, decoraciones. I, decoraciones. So yesterday was Nona's birthday. My mom and on set sa- on Sunday, Sunday, on Sunday, um, we celebrated her birthday here and Mateo, I told him it's Nona's birthday. And ever since the time we decorated for you coming back home, like right. it was such a, like he was just so excited about decorations. And, and so when I told him that we were going to make a sign that said happy birthday, he was like, we're going to do decorations and we need to get this and we need to get that. And he even had you decorate her chair where she was going to sit with like a bow and some right. like two, two. He just material. gave me the decorations. He's like, do something with it. Here you go. Go do it. And I was like, okay. Yeah. No, he, he gets real excited about decorating for someone else. Mm-hmm. He, he wants them to come out of this and be happy and yeah. excited about what he did and his creations. Well, when so. she walked in, he was like, look, Look at it! Look at it! <laughs> it was fun. It was crazy. So I think he definitely, definitely will be a party planner. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but those are our parenting moments. Uh, so let's get this lesson on. Today, nuestras mascotas. Our pets. Wait. <laughs> oh, yeah. We mixed it up again. Sorry. I'm just getting all excited. How this works on the PDF is if you're looking at the PDF, we have QR codes in the top right-hand corner. By scanning those with your phone, it allows you to listen to how words are uh, pronounced, how songs are sang, and how the books are read. So it gives you the opportunity to practice solo uh, Mm -hmm. before you present the information to your child. Mm -hmm. And it's super helpful if you have these in certain areas of the house so they're within arm's reach. We chose dogs or pets. We Mm -hmm. chose pets because we're into the springtime. Summer's here. We figured many families might be going on walks or to the park with their their pets. And it's a great time to get your dogs ready, your cats ready. I don't know if you take cats on a walk. Um, Well, that's a whole other subject entirely anyway. (laughs) But if you put your birds on a leash and let them fly around, I don't know. (laughs) So we're going to get started with today's lesson on pets. And just a small, what would you call it? Shameless plug? No. No. Interjection? I don't know. Just something to think about. If you do not have pets, you can still use this PDF in your pretend play. Because children have like a stuffed dog or a stuffed turtle or a stuffed fish. Like they have all kinds of stuffed animals, most of them. And so you can easily use this vocabulary uh, in your play with them. Absolutely. So it's not just if you have a pet, but you can do it um, during 
Right. Dramatic play. And quick shameless plug, we provide these on a monthly basis, part of our Espanol Juntos plan. So you can log, uh, you can go to that website, which we'll link below if you would like to sign up. And again, it is monthly. We put out something new every month. Actually, you can just Google Espanol Juntos and we'll be the first to pop up. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> All right, let's get her started. All right. So, ¿dónde está tu perro? Where is your dog? Ven, Troy. Ven. Come, Troy. Come. Troy tiene hambre. Troy is hungry. Vamos a darle comida. Let's get him some food. Troy tiene sed. Troy is thirsty. Vamos a darle agua. Let's get him some water. Troy quiere jugar. Troy wants to play. Vamos a buscar su juguete. Let's get Troy's toys. Or let's look for his toy. Yeah. Muchas gracias. Thank you. Very much. Very much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quizzing John right now. Eres un buen amo. I bet you don't know this one. Say that again. Eres un buen amo. It's not a common word at all. You're a good like, boy. No, you're a good guardian. Amo is like the the owner of the pet. You're a good pet owner. Oh. But here I have your so great guardian. So I learned something new. Yeah. Even though this PDF has been hanging by the dog food. Well, I can't get in it because of other obstacles. <laughs> It was actually in the fridge by the, by the, anyway. Uh. <laughs> All right. So now those are the phrases. And so for Amo, would you, would great guardian be a good translation? Like you could say guardian, pet protector, owner. pet owner. Like what is a pet owner? Is there a name for a pet, a word for pet owner? Yeah. Dad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I think that's one of those that doesn't have a direct translation. Yeah, it's like, where's your owner? Owner. Yeah. Yeah. But in Spanish, owner is dueño, and it's a different one. It's I gotcha. specifically for pets. Gotcha. Huh. Okay. That's Interesting. Cool. Interesting. We both learned something new. Interesante. Interesante. So, those are the phrases that you just heard. On the right side, you will see vocabulary that can be plugged into those phrases. So, for example, on the first one, ¿Dónde está tu perro? You can switch it for any other pet. You know, obviously, if it's if your pet is in a cage, you would know where they are. Or like an aquarium, they're not going right. to move. Um, but you could say, like, let's go see your let's go see your pet. Let's go see your um, rabbit. Let's go see your lizard. Um, and they're all on the right hand side. Uh, same with like. Troy, Troy quiere jugar. It could be uh, Troy wants to walk or sleep, like uh, other right. infinitive verbs that you can switch out. And those are and those are the vocabulary. We put those there to be interchanged based on scenarios, type right. of pet, to make or... it real meaningful to your pet and your situation. Right, right. So, perro, dog, gato, cat, pájaro, bird, ratón, rat, mouse. Rata is rat. Caballo. Horse. Rana. Frog. Lizard. Lizard. <laughs> Lagarto. Lizard. Tortuga. Turtle. Conejo. Rabbit. Pez. Fish. 
Serpiente. Snake. Jugar. Play. Caminar. Walk. Dormir. Sleep. Collar. Collar. Juguete. Toys. Just one. Juguete. Toy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then next, we have our song. And this one is pretty simple. Like, a lot of the songs, we want to keep the culture part of it. But at the same time, some of the songs, if we left the entire song, would be too overwhelming for you to actually get something out of it. You right. know? And so um, Cuckoo, La Rana Cuckoo, it's a longer song. So for those who already know it, you'll, you'll notice that it's just the first um, stance. Stanza. Stanza. So. Or first verse. Verse. Yeah, first verse. So I will go ahead and sing it. <clears throat> <laughs> Bring it on, Celine Dion. <laughs> cucu, cucu, cantaba la rana. Cucu, cucu, debajo del agua. Cucu, cucu, cantaba la rana. Cucu, cucu, debajo del agua. Cucu, cucu, cantaba la rana. Cucu, cucu, debajo del agua. <laughs> Perfect. Bellissimo. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, um, cuckoo, cuckoo, this sang the frog, cuckoo, cuckoo, under the water. There you Times go. Times three. Times three. <laughs> so after our songs, we also have books that are typically, they the subjects of the books are typically around the, the subject matter of the PDF. Mm -hmm. So we try to keep a theme that goes with it. So for that entire month, you get to stay on top of that theme. Uh, we've said it a million times before, and I'll say it a million times over. Books have been the mm -hmm. biggest thing for assisting me and mm -hmm. in, in my journey as of late, mm -hmm. especially when I have to read a book repetitively over mm -hmm. and over and over and over again. And it really helps because if Mateo and Elias enjoy the book as a parent, I enjoy their happiness. Right. right. So I'll read this until my eyes bleed. Mm -hmm. um, but what I would suggest, what typically I've done in the past is I'll read the book by myself and kind of get an idea of the flow, mm -hmm. the words. If there's something that I don't quite understand, I'll come to you and ask, or you can look it up on Google if I, you know, I'm just lazy and don't want to do that. But um, I'll just go to you and be like, hey, what is this word? Right. What does it mean? So I can have a better context of what's mm -hmm. being said. And that's also where if you do decide to become a bilingual or a um, Espanol Juntos member, we have not only this book that John is about to talk about um, or mention, <laughs> but we have other videos of other books. Same with the song. We have a couple songs and a couple books for each routine and a couple activities that you can do at home. A lot are related to Montessori. So um, with the book, you can actually watch the video of me reading the book and get an idea language. exactly yeah. get an idea of how to say certain things where to emphasize something um because but primarily reading like, to children is not something that comes naturally but it's also you like have uh, to practice you get to hear the language on top of mm -hmm. that so it's different when you get to hear the language because right. then you try to emulate the language which helps with your own pronunciation mm -hmm. over time right so but the book that we have for this month related to our pets is by Katie Kawa, 
perros adorables. Also, in terms of activities and things that you can do at home related to pets, if you have pets, they're a great opportunity for children to practice practical life activities um, in terms of like the Montessori approach. Such as getting a cup for the food, exactly. helping pour the water carry, in, the bowl, carry, in the bowl. Yeah, carry the food. Like our dog bowls are far away from where the food is and they, they have to carry it all the way across and pour. Um, Mateo up, has his days where he's like, nah, I don't want to feed. Right. But a lot of the times he's willing to. Fill up the water bowls. Um, you know, another task that we haven't done, but they could brush them oh, outside. Yeah. Well, with yeah. their allergies and stuff. Yeah, that might be a little. Yeah. Much, but older children could give the dog a bath or could brush them or easy could, to implement know. this into your everyday yeah. chores. Absolutely. Could walk them if the if the dogs are needing a walk needing and a they're walk. Right. patient with younger, like something children. else that we did this year for the first time because we're implementing Montessori at school was a grace and courtesy, grace and courtesy lesson around pet dogs specifically. Oh. And maybe you can talk about the importance of courtesy with dogs. Like you, if you see a dog, like in terms of safety for the children and respect for the owner of the dog, respect for the other dog. Can you tell us a little bit about what that's. So when you were asking me about that, mm-hmm. you were asking me, you know, what are some basic, um, I guess. Like safety or not necessarily safety, just etiquette, etiquette. Yes, yeah. absolutely. When it, when you see somebody else with a dog walking mm-hmm. in the street, I'm a big, um, supporter of, if you see another dog asking the owner to pet mm-hmm. the dog, mm-hmm. uh, I am, even if the dog's tail is wagging and they are welcoming the touch, I just always ask mm-hmm. because one, it lets the owner know, Hey, I would like to touch your dog and you're not going to be surprised by me touching your dog. If you're looking right. in another direction right. and maybe I get the dog too excited. Um, so that was one of the things we talked about is, can I pet your dog? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think most owners, if they, if their dog is for the most part, you know, calm and collected, even hyper excited, they're going to let you touch their dog. Mm-hmm. Also t- teaching them where to pet them. Where to pet them. So I always say start with the mid-back and work mm-hmm. your way backwards to the tail. Mm-hmm. And then you can slowly work your way forward to where they feel that your hand is more comforting up on the neck and mm-hmm. in the facial area. And for two, for safety reasons in general, you're going to see a dog react. You would, you would have time to react to a dog's reaction if it's, from, if it's from behind right. versus right in front of them mm-hmm. where their mouth is, mm-hmm. where they would bite. Mm-hmm. Um, but starting off with just the question in general, yeah. let's the owner, you, you'll get a vibe from the owner saying, yes, it's good to touch my dog. Or if they're kind of hesitant, then it's probably not a right. good idea. Right. And I also think it's important to teach children to respect the pets because a lot of the times when children are growing up, it's like we expect the dog to be the only ones that like let the kid pull their ears, let the kid right. pull their tail. And, you know, like the dog should just deal with it. And I think a huge part of the Montessori approach is respect for ourselves and the environment. And our pets are part of the environment. Exactly. So we have to, we have to um, establish that. Establish early on. Yeah. I, I agree with that 100%. So that's as far as activities, this one doesn't have necessarily an activity to it due to the fact that oh, yeah, there naturally is. there is. Yeah. Oh, oh. there's a Montessori three part card lesson. Oh, I gotcha. Um, 
so you can print it off. I mean, obviously this is beyond the PDF that we're going through. Um, you can find all this stuff in like our actual membership site, but there's three part cards. Um, what this is, is one, one set of cards has the picture and the name of the end of the pet. The second set has just the pictures and the third set has just the words. So the children put all the, um, the first set, lay them out and then they match the picture and then they match the word. Gotcha. And it's in Spanish. So gotcha. And another activity in general, just take your dog on a walk. Mm-hmm. Or like you said, if you don't have pets, play with the stuffed animals mm-hmm. or anything that you have that emulates pets and create mm-hmm. a pet story. Uh, that's one thing that Mateo's real into right now is you playing or me playing and he watches and then we switch so he can play similar to that or create his own story off of that and continue But he'll the tell story. you like, he'll kind of direct. <laughs> oh yeah. he's He'll direct you on what you need to do. Absolutely. Yeah. So, but I think, I do think even if you don't have a pet specifically, I'm talking about dogs, even if you don't have a dog, I think it's important because dogs are so common as pets. Right. It's really important to teach children act out the activity. Like we did, Miss Leah did it at school. She brought a dog with a leash, a, a stuffed animal. And was like walking it around and the children would say, can I pet your dog? And practicing that. Right. Just like anything, like we talked about, like when Matthew and Leah's got locked in the car. <laughs> like, obviously <laughs> you practice how to shim a no, car you, door open. <laughs> no, you oh. just, well, you, you think about scenarios and that can be something that's just put in their little minds, you know, during play, but it could come in real in, life, in real life handy, right. you know? So scenario based training right could, there. It could save <laughs> it could save their face, you know. Yeah, and I've seen some pretty pretty sad little dog situations. Yeah. So but with respect for the owner and respect for the dog, we can avoid all of that. Mm-hmm. With that being said, get out there. Are we we're downloading this P- PDF? Yeah. Get out there, download this PDF, start learning this, get it ready for this month and full month of our pets and you'll have it down in no time. Yeah. And then you can add another routine, which is the idea is that the, the idea with the Spanish Juntos is that you can learn Spanish with your child in only five minutes a day, because by the time you're done with the first month of using this routine for just five minutes a day, you add on, you add another one. And this one is no longer like, doesn't take up any mind space cause you already know it. Right. <laughs> so you're only working five minutes per day. So, Okay, that's all I got. I guess it's I guess it's time for a dad joke. Why, speaking of respect, why does a jalapeno not have any respect for its friends? Because they're all uh, all up in because <laughs> <laughs> they jalapeno <laughs> business. <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> you tried. <laughs> they had up in your business. <laughs> All up in your business. Had up in your business. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what was, what was the joke. My response or the actual joke. <laughs> I guess joke? so. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much. Comments, questions, concerns, general consensus about the world or universe around us. Nope. Well, thank you guys. We love you. Adios. 
Raising bilingual children can be a challenge. Our program makes it possible by providing a fun, easy-to-use guide for parents. This guide will teach you how and when to use Spanish at home in order to make the most of your time together as a family. We provide you with everything you need to know about raising bilingual children, including storytime videos, songs, activities, and more. All of our content is designed specifically for families and will help you speak Spanish with your child from birth through age six, all while having fun. Head over to bilingualfamily.us and click on Español Juntos to get started. Con amor, Daniela.